The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. JC and Chelsea here to give you some big life updates and to catch up, chit chat. Your guys' favorite. Mm -hmm. Basically. GIF. Hope you guys are having a great first week of December and that the holiday season is treating you well. I am so excited for Christmas. I know we just had our episode about like simple. Yeah. Like the simple life, which is one of my favorite episodes. And I feel like it is a good balance to, you know, the holiday season. But I'm not going to lie on Black Friday. I probably screenshotted a thousand people's gift guides or like wish lists or people have the best ones. I know we already talked about it, but I was screenshotting like crazy. I was like, oh, I am Miss Consumer. (laughs) Consumerism. Yeah. I have been opposite doing what I said I wouldn't do, which is procrastinate. I haven't gotten (laughs) one person's gift. Haven't even thought about it. Haven't looked into it at all. So that'll be fun when Mm -hmm. it's a week away and I still don't have At least we're both consistent. It's true. (laughs) I'm like, I won't be Miss Shopaholic anymore. (laughs) We'll see. Literally got all my Christmas presents. People that do gift guides are really just doing the Lord's work, though. It's so nice. I think TikTok is the way to go. I actually posted some on Instagram. And once I started, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. But I'm so overwhelmed. Like on Black Friday, just some deals that I was like, wait, this is actually such a good deal. Mm -hmm. But on TikTok, people don't link. They just screenshot. True. That's so nice and easy compared to like having to do the links. And I mean, obviously, you probably don't make money from it. For them, you mean? Yeah, because if they don't have like affiliate links on their TikTok. I would just watch people's TikToks and they would just post a screenshot of where they got it. So I've just screenshot that and I put it in a folder in my phone called like products that I want. (laughs) And it is full to the brim. But it's just like, it's it's just, I will send you some (laughs) because they are really good. They're just unique. That's why. I also feel like once you get that on your for you page, like you get a lot of them. It was every TikTok I got. I love it. Honestly, it's, it's fun to just look. It's true. It's like you're virtually shopping a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is nice. But yeah, people that put the work into that. And I feel like a lot of people are very into the thoughtful, unique gifts. It's like, oh, this would be a great gift for your friend yes. who does this. I'm like, wow, that's so specific. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're putting in the work. For sure. Well, should we get to the reason we're gathered here today? Yeah, should we? Or yeah. should we like leave it to the very end? <laughs> As I say, Ooh, we should true. talk. We could talk about Thanksgiving or weekends. But okay. I won't do that. Okay. I'll just do it. Okay, let's hear This it. is always such a funny thing to say, like announcing the gender of your baby, because it's really just one sentence and then it's like, oh, it's over. Cool. And yeah. it's a 50-50 chance. Yeah. So let me just give you guys a little background, first of all, that I, when I got pregnant this time, I had no preference, truly, like going into it. Like I'd kind of always wanted what my parents have, which was... Two boys, two girls, two boys. I don't want six probably, but I was like, oh, two boys, two girls. You know, it's nice. We all had our little besties. But so it was kind of like my thought going into it. But then once I was pregnant, my symptoms were very different. Like I had, I didn't get sick where I was like throwing up till a couple weeks later than last time, which I was like, okay, like I'm not maybe as sick. I, my cravings were different. I felt so weepy this time, like emotional versus last pregnancy. I felt very un unbelievably stable, like emotionally stable. I felt like a man. And this time I've been like crying everything, like tears just come out of my eyes at the smallest thing. And 
yeah, my cravings have just been a little bit different. I just had some different symptoms, honestly. So I was starting to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a girl, I think. And I started thinking that pretty early. So we got the blood test done early. I didn't do that with Case. I did an anatomy scan with Case. And we got the blood test. And I I just wanted to know mostly earlier this time because I wanted to be able to tell Case, like, you have a little brother, our little sister in here. Like, I wanted to be able to, you know, get him comfortable and like used to the fact. So I wanted to know early. Anyways, we got the, we got the results back and we open it up and it says, is it, is it virtual? Yeah. Or or I got it like in a portal. So some doctor's office, she was like, I can tell you over the phone. I can email it to you or I can like, you can come pick up the papers. I was like, well, I'll just email them to me. So I opened up the email and I think some people's it's like, it will pop up and be like, it's a girl or it's a boy. Like it will do like a little animation almost. Mm -hmm. My doctor's office decided to give me an anatomy lesson and a science lesson because I was looking on this report because obviously it has a lot of other data on there as well. Like it's a whole panel of tests. So we're looking over everything and I was like, okay, where's the gender? Like it was like fetal sex. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay, here it is. And let me tell you what this baby is. Okay, first, before I tell you this, because once I tell you, you'll know if you're smart. We are having a little boy, another little baby boy. So we're going to have two boys and I'm very excited about it. But this is what the test said. It said fetal sex, presence of a Y chromosome. I said, it's a girl. Oh my gosh, it's a girl. <laughs> we Google it. Nick's like, wait, I don't think that's a girl. I'm like, wait, what's a Y chromosome? I genuinely like, that makes sense. Like boys have X's, girls have Y's. Like, right? <laughs> They look it up. It's like boys have Y chromosomes and girls have just two X's. A boy's XY, girl's XX. I think I maybe knew that in high school. Maybe, but I couldn't remember. So we it took us like five minutes to actually figure out that it was a boy, indeed a boy. And I have never been more shook in my life because I, like I told you, I really believed it was a girl. I'd like had a name picked out and I'd gotten attached to the idea idea of a little girl. And I also was like, part of me was like, well, I already have a boy. I want, you know, it almost feels, this is going to sound bad, but like, this is just me being honest. Like, I was like, if I have another little boy, I'm more scared of like how I'm going to feel about them because now I have to split. A girl feels almost different where Mm -hmm. it's like a boy and a girl. So now I have a boy and I have a girl. But if it's like another boy, it's almost like, wait, but I already have a little boy. Like, what? So yeah, we found out I was a boy and I was shook. I was genuinely so shocked. I truly believed it was going to be a girl and I was right with Case. So I was like, oh, I guess my gut is wrong. (laughs) And then we got our anatomy scan a couple weeks later and definitely is a boy. So yeah, that's the exciting news. Wowza. Little boys, it'll be so fun to have brothers that are close in age. That's how my brothers are too. They're like a few years apart. Yeah. It's so fun. I know. I watched the Kelsey documentary like a week before and I was like, oh, would when I was believing truly it was going to be a girl, I was like, oh, it would be fun though to have, because it was like showing Jason and Travis when they were little. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it would be so fun to have two little boys just like in the backyard playing, you know, sports together. So fun or whatever they want to do. But so now Case is kind of getting that, you know, like I'm like, oh, where's your baby brother? And like now he's pointing to my stomach. Whereas before he was like out there, like somewhere <laughs> else, not here, please. In the backyard, <laughs> not in my home. Yeah. Now he points to my stomach like he knows. And I'm like, what do you want to, like, what do you say to baby brother? Like when he's crying, I'm like, don't cry, baby. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm like, what are you, are you excited to meet your baby brother? And he's, he always says orange car, green car. Like he wants just to play cars. Like every time we ask him, like, are you excited for baby brother? He's like, orange car, green car. Like, yeah, he's going to play cars with me. <laughs> Please. That's so cute. Like, well, not for a while, but. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so fun. And I feel like yeah. it'll be so cute and sweet to them. I know. But I will say boy names are freaking hard. So that is. Yeah. That's one thing I'm was not prepared for. So I know. Stay tuned. <laughs> I do feel like boy names are harder. I don't know why. Like to to brainstorm. It's like it feels like there's less options. about it. Girl names yeah. really feel like there's so many options. So many directions you can go. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's so it'll be so fun. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Now that I've had a couple weeks to like get accustomed to it. Yeah. And once you find out the gender, I feel like you know what's in inside of your stomach. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, it's it, it feels a little bit more real sometimes. So now that I've gotten used to it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, of course it's a boy. Yeah, you it's get always like, been more attached to it yeah. or something. Yeah. Macy's. Macy's.com is sponsoring today's episode. We love Macy's. If you are wanting to refresh your winter wardrobe, get ready for your holiday parties with some updates from Macy's, they have a lot of different stuff. They have coats. They have handbags. They have highly pigmented beauty essentials. Macy's really has it all. They have shoes, they have accessories, they have perfume. And it is officially holiday party season. I've actually been thinking a lot about this recently. Sometimes you just want to be prepared before maybe the actual party comes. Like I don't have any specific things on my calendar right now, but I feel like things just pop up where it's like, hey, come over this weekend. We're going to do this. And it's nice to have like holiday-esque outfits ready to go, whether that's a cute coat that has some fur on it or something, or there's like this red purse that I've been eyeing, you know, just a little pop of red for the holidays or like a sparkly dress or tights or just things like that. Boots um, to just have in your in your closet for the chances someone invites you to a little holiday get together. And if you need a little help finding your style footing, you can pair up with a personal stylist. Macy's has everything for you, even someone to help you if you're not really sure where to start. Um, you want to switch up your style. They have a personal stylist that can help you in store or from the comfort of your own home. Best of all, it's totally free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Go to Macy's.com slash personal stylist. We'll have it linked in the show notes. Go check it out. Dude, these anatomy scans these days, like, or just like ultrasounds are so high tech. My mom was saying like, compared to when we went there, like we could never see their face. Like, you know, nowadays you can get the 3D. Yeah. Did you ever get a 3D one with case or like a 4D? We did like at the 4D end. 4D now too or something? Yes. We did at the it's very insane. end of last pregnancy. So we we saw him and he looked terrifying, honestly. <laughs> like he, She was like, bare, almost didn't even give us the ultrasound. She's like, he's really smashed up against like whatever. His face was like smushed against something. She's like, this mm. is not... She was so hesitant to give us ultrasound. And we're like, let me see what the child looks like. And we were like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I'm scared. Yeah, his face is just like smushed up against something. But yeah, we saw his face. I also, if you are one of the few, very few people who saw me post my vlog a couple days, or it's like right before Thanksgiving, I posted this vlog and I, I included like a right after our anatomy scan. And I was trying so hard to speak you know in gender neutral like pronouns mm-hmm. like when I was talking about the baby 
And I accidentally let a he slip in there and I didn't know, I didn't catch it. So I uploaded it. And then like the first two comments, first of all, if you were those two people, like I couldn't comment back to you because I was in a frenzy, like panicking, trying to take it down. But (laughs) thank you to, they like commented, they're like, I don't know if you meant to, but you revealed the gender at this time frame. And I was like, that was the nicest comment. Like they gave me the time looking out for you. They didn't say in the comment, like you said it was a boy. So that if someone else went to the comments, you know, they saw so I deleted it and had to like edit it real fi- real fast and throw it back up. But how many views did it have when it? It was only like 120 probably. So That's good. And I don't know if people even got through or even caught it. I didn't catch it when I was listening to it. But that is. So I was like, really? <laughs> like, really? I just get a text. But. I revealed my gender in a YouTube video. <laughs> Come on. You got to wait for the podcast. I know. <laughs> it's a tradition. That is now. so funny. But yeah. So I'm glad you caught excited. it. I know. You'll be in your boy mom era. I see that Truly. for you. I see that for you. Thank you. I'm I'm embracing it. I follow this girl who has two little boys and like just seeing all her photos. It's so, yeah. it's such a cute, I mean, I'm obviously just going off. I'm like, it's such a cute aesthetic. No, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like her little boys are so cute and she's yeah. so cute. And I'm just like, I love this little moment. Yes, for sure. Now that I, it's fun. I think having, a girl obviously is something I want. Like I definitely want a daughter for sure. So I think the only thing is like, I didn't care at all with Gase if he was a boy or girl. Like obviously you don't care anyways, but you having a preference is not a bad thing. Sometimes I see people and they're like, how dare you have a preference of what it is? Like, because people do gender reveals and it's like, okay, first of all, I truly believe if if you are going to be disappointed, don't invite people over for your gender reveal. Like if you're hoping for one, if you have five boys and you're hoping for a girl, like, don't invite people. No, over for the do not. Because it's gonna, if it's a boy, it's gonna, it's very natural to feel like disappointed, especially if after you have like three or four of the same gender, it's not a bad thing to want. Both genders yeah, are want. Yeah. yeah, to want a certain gender or not, you know, to have a preference because bottom line is 99.999% of the time, unless you're like a horrible person, you don't care once the baby's born. No, of course not. It's just not. the idea of it before you're like, oh, I really like doing, you know, picking out girly outfits and like, I want to dress a baby girl. It's like, that's just surface level, but it's a preference. Like Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I want to, you know, have this and I want to have a relationship like I have with my mom or something like that. It's so normal. I hate when I see people like commenting, like, how dare you be disappointed at like your baby's gender? It's like, (laughs) it's a fleeting moment. They're allowed to feel what they, what they feel. For sure. So I definitely want a girl in the future, obviously, but for now I'm, I'm happy with boy life. For sure. It'll be so fun. And I also know I have like one cute little boy. So that's like, what the heck is he going to look like? I know. Is he going to look like Case? I know. Or is he just going to be completely different? Because some brothers look so much alike. And obviously some are are just so polar opposite. Wow. Can't even believe your siblings. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's always. And there's so many combinations. Well, there's only two people involved, but it's like. With that, yeah. With genetics, there's just so many different ways it can go. I know. And Case really doesn't like, Case is blonde right now, pretty much. Like, I would consider him to be blonde. Maybe dirty blonde, not like, you know, platinum. But pretty blonde in comparison to Nick and I's hair. It's like, I would never guess that. No, you would think like dark hair. Dark brown hair, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's so crazy what like little traits they can pick up. Did he really have hair when he was born? Not really, right? He did, but it fell out mm. like most babies. Like he was born with more hair than he had at like six months. Oh, interesting. Like he, a lot of babies, they'll have 
more hair when they're born. Like he actually, when I first saw him, I was like, oh my gosh, he has a lot of hair. Because I was bald. So I was like, mm-hmm. what the heck? He had like a decent amount of hair when, right when he was born, probably for the first like two months. But then at three months, they like lose their hair a lot of times. Oh, weird. That's why when you see like eight month old babies, they rarely, it's like actually crazier if they have hair that sticks, that stays. Mm. I saw this TikTok of this girl. It was like an ultrasound of her baby. She's like, us when, I don't remember, something like, wow, that's a lot of hair. And then it was born. Legitimately, I swear the hair was two inches long. You're joking. No, it looked like a full grown, like, and just like jet black, so long. two inch long, I swear hair. I was like, that is actually insane. I've never yeah. seen anything like that. That's how my niece was born. She had the longest dark hair. Like her hair grows so fast, even now compared to like what I see a lot of kids. She's almost two and her hair is like almost down to her butt. I'm like what so crazy. It's so That's crazy. absolutely wild. I never expect that because I was genuinely the most bald you could be when I was born, when I was little. Like even pictures of me when I'm three, I ba- barely have a mullet. Please. So any hair is, I always appreciate any hair. Was Abby bald for a while or no? I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, never mind. I'm sorry. She it's had a beautiful locks. Okay? Did she really when she was like born? No, no. Oh. She had like a little bit of hair. most babies are bald. Yeah. We, like it's pretty rare to have like a lot of yes, hair when you're born. Like inches of hair. I feel like it's hair. crazy. Yeah. To have a lot of hair. That's why I feel like most babies have a little, like it's actually more rare for babies to be completely bald when they're born. Mm-hmm. It's just have like a little fuzz. They'll have like a little fuzz on their head and then it, yeah. Yeah. They lose it. Wow. Like Case was more bald when he was six months than when he was born. So crazy. And then it grows back. And now it's like thick and long. It's crazy. By the way, this episode is just like a chatty Friday episode. Forgot to mention that. We're not reading stories. We're just giving a bunch of updates and chatting about some stuff that we've been up to. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say that I've been sharing my IVF journey a bit on social media, mostly on TikTok. But I feel ready to share. And... I did want to give myself like a bit of a buffer just to not be sharing things like the day they're happening because I feel like it's just a lot of pressure when it's a bunch yeah. of people watching, you know. You want to be able I, to No matter what yourself. the, yeah, like outcomes are of everything we're doing, I just wanted a second to like be able to process that information on my own without feeling pressure to like post immediately. But I feel like everyone has just been so nice and supportive and already people have been like, just so you know, you owe us nothing. Like, just post when you're comfortable. Aww. And I'm like, that is so nice. Obviously, I know that. Like, I'm in control of what I'm posting and what I'm posting. But it's nice that you guys are normal and, like, understand that I don't need to be posting, like, every second of the day, every update. But, yeah, I've been posting my IVF journey. We're on the train. And you guys can stay tuned on my TikTok and also YouTube. I've been filming for YouTube as well. I don't know when. I think my first video of like the series because I'm I'm going to try and film like a series will probably actually be up in like a few days. I maybe we'll post it this Sunday or something. But yeah, I've been sharing that and I have a lot of different thoughts and feelings, but I feel like I'll save it for like, you know, the actual As recordings and yeah, like the YouTube clips I've been I've been like posting a lot or I guess filming a lot more of like my my reactions yeah. in the moment and like my thoughts on certain things. But I will say if you have done IVF, wow, I just, it really is just a process. It's super, I don't know. It's time consuming. It's specific. If you do shots at specific time, like it's just a whole thing and it's a lot. So yeah. I really just 
respect you so much if you've gone through this process. It's, I feel like it's just something you, like anything else, you don't understand until you're like in it, doing it. And you're like, oh yeah, wow, this is like a lot of work. This is super expensive. This is super emotionally taxing. And like, also it's amazing. Science yeah. is incredible. It's like, I've already learned so much and I just continue to learn so much about the process and how much of like a miracle, honestly, like creating a child is. It's insane. So I'm very grateful to be doing that. Don't get it twisted. I am like so grateful for the opportunity to even do this and to hopefully have a good outcome. But I, yeah, it's it's also a lot to go through. Yeah. So I cannot believe how many shots you took out of that box. Oh my gosh. That is so insanity. Many. And that's so not many. even for that long, is it? No, it's like, that's only the beginning. Oh my gosh. And there's so many oral medications too. There's so much. Yeah, you guys have been troopers, you and Life both. Yeah, I know. It's it's also like, I feel like, I don't want to say I feel bad for Life because I feel worse for myself <laughs> having to go through it. But it is a lot for him as well mm -hmm. to be administering the shots and just like being there for me and everything. Like it's definitely a, and everyone's situation is different, but I feel like for us, it's very much like a partnership thing, which I'm so grateful for. Like I feel like I couldn't have anyone better to go through it with, but it definitely is something that even though I'm the one taking the, the I don't know, just all the shots. and Like you're physically. Physically going through you. it. It's like, I do feel like we're both going through this process together. And obviously just him, you know, being there for me. Like when you love someone, it's hard to see them going through yeah. something. So I feel like it's also hard on him to just like, you know, be doing this. But again, we're, we're so like grateful and hopeful. So stay tuned for that. And I was going to say we're batching a bunch of these like holiday episodes just because your media goes out mm -hmm. of like office and stuff and then just traveling for the holidays and whatever. So I'm probably not going to like give updates on here for the next little bit because it won't be in there won't be any there yeah. won't be any in like the right time. So if you want actual updates for IVF stuff, you can go watch my TikTok or my YouTube and Instagram, whatever. Yeah. I'll be posting it on there. Not really on the podcast until maybe the new year when we're like more caught up. Yeah. We're not batching anymore. So then I can give more real-time updates. But yeah. Sheesh. We'll see. Thanks for the support though. I really did want to say that like just posting about it. The comments were so, so nice and just like so encouraging. And I feel very lucky. Yeah. So guys, thank you guys. Yeah. have been through it. One, one girl messaged me and was like, I'm an IVF nurse and... I'm also a Valley girl. She was like, if you ever need anything, like Aww. you can DM me if you have any questions. Like that is so nice. Mm -hmm. Actually, I literally screenshotted her DM. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that is so nice. Like just in the off chance I did have like a, I don't know. Yeah. I can obviously go to my IVF doctors, but I was just thinking if I had a question about medication or something, I could like literally DM her. Yeah. Just so nice of her. And I had a bunch of people reach out. They're like, I'm a fertility nurse. Like I follow you. Do. Anyway, I was like, that's so sweet. I know that's the the beauty of like obviously yeah you don't have to post anything but also it is so probably validating for other people going through it to not make them feel so isolated and like that's the good part of sharing like online for sure and social media is even though it brings annoying things sometimes and like unwanted comments it also brings people like that and like good comments where it's like they could be like yeah this is my success story it's like it's always nice to hear people sure. have like you know, you share something and like, I've done this and like, it was a good outcome, you know, yes. or like, 
something encouraging. And a lot of people were so nice too. They're like, I'm an IVF baby. I'm rooting for you. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so my gosh. cute to know. Like there's this girl that I follow on TikTok. She's like, as an IVF baby. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, you're so cute. Oh my and gosh. You're an IVF baby? Like I'm going to cry. Like I was just, it's, it's, yeah, it's been really, really nice. So thank you guys so much for all the encouragement and the love and the support. And I will keep you guys updated. We love you. We're rooting for you guys. Media. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah. How was it? You went to AZ. Yeah, I went to Arizona. It was fun. It was great. Saw a bunch of family, ate a bunch of food, felt very grateful. We all went around like a good amount of my family was there, like my extended family and like my immediate family. We went to my parents' house. Mm -hmm. So my grandparents were there and Everyone was like, okay, let's go around and say two things we're grateful for. It was like very sweet, you know, feeling very grateful. And then my grandpa was like, my grandpa always makes me cry, but he was just like, what he said, I can't even say it because it's like going to make me cry. But he was like basically saying, you know, I don't know how much longer I have. And like, I'm oh, just no, so grateful no, no, for no. the family. And my mom goes, she's like, well, way to bring the place down, <laughs> please. <laughs> because we all were like, I'm grateful for, we were trying to be like, creative. So yeah. I was like, I'm grateful for healthy water and like, you know, or clean water mm -hmm. and things like that. And then that really just, but it's true. It's like, we just realized we're like, oh my gosh, it's, I think when you're younger, you just think you're always going to be going home for Thanksgiving and seeing the same exact people, but it's just not the truth. And so it was nice to see my fam hang out with people. We were there for a long time. So we got to see a good amount of family. We have a new niece. We got to meet her for the first time. She's so cute. And yeah, Case got to play with a bunch of his cousins. He has one cousin who's six weeks younger than him. My niece who I was saying has a ton of hair. <laughs> and now that they're older, now that they're two, when they're babies, six weeks feels like a long time. But now that they're toddlers, oh my gosh, they are the same exact age, like doing the same yes. exact things. And they just couldn't be more opposite, but also like get along so well. That's like, so cute. Case does not consider danger at any cost. Like he does. He can be he can be like cautious when he needs to. But I feel like he's just a classic guy where he just like wasn't born with the burden of being a woman. No, I was <laughs> going to say, I feel like if he truly, climbs on something, he doesn't expect it to break. I feel like as a woman, you expect it to like... As a woman, a two-year-old. <laughs> I'm serious. No, I know. I swear we're born with like this extra just like caution. No, I believe that. I was going to say all of my friends who have boys, I feel like they're more wild. They get hurt a lot more. Like they're constantly have like goose they don't have a worry and, in the world. and scratches. And all my friends with girls, like they really are for the most part. I mean, it's sure it's stereotype, but like for the most part, all of them are so much more cautious. Like... They just don't get hurt really yeah. and are, or as much at least yeah. and are very like a little more timid. I don't know. It's so bizarre. Yeah. And obviously there's always exceptions to that. Like I've definitely see some girls who are like super, you know, I don't even know what the word is. Not It's not courageous. That's not the word I'm looking for. It's like they don't have a just as much fear. Yeah. Just, they don't have as much fear of or like they genuinely don't know if that they can get hurt kind of thing. Yeah. But most of the little girls that I know and see, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're all born with the burden of knowing, like, what could happen to us. That totally. we're, like, we're constantly watching out. That's what it is. It's like they they look before they do something. They'll think for a second before they'll, they'll, they can. If you put them down, they will, like, look around before they walk somewhere. Mm -hmm. You put Case down. He's walking. He, he's not looking like he's like, OK, I'm going. I'm going to try and climb this. Isn't looking up, isn't looking down, just like focused on whatever. So it's so fun to watch them play because... 
they just like love each other. Like she calls him baby, even though he's older than Please. her. Please. She's like, give the baby food. <laughs> Wait, that's so cute. It's so funny. And Case like, calls her Roro. Her name's Rosie. So he'll be like, more Roro, more Roro. But he also is like just a little more bossy. Like he'll be like, get on the dinosaur. Like <laughs> do this, play with this. Let's play with cars. And she's like, no, meet the baby. Like give the baby this. That is so, so cute. cute. So so fun to have cousins their same age. Yeah, it's crazy. This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag, maybe a watch, some new jewelry, sneakers, or streetwear, eBay is making sure the things that you love are authenticated by real experts because we all know there's no feeling like real if you look on eBay for maybe, you know, if you're um, looking for a partner, a friend for a gift for the holidays, they have some really unique vintage, one of a kind finds. I personally love looking at vintage jewelry, um, especially watches. I think it's so cool because you can tell some of them have some history to it. And you know what would be just absolutely heartbreaking is if you got that item from eBay, you paid a good price for it. And it was fake. So that's why eBay Authenticity Guarantee is there for you to make sure you're getting the real deal. So these days to know for sure you're getting the real deal, go straight to eBay. When you're searching, just look for that blue check mark and it will say Authenticity Guarantee. That means that when you buy it, you can be confident that it's going to be authenticated by real experts through a hands-on detailed inspection. Every stitch, sole, logo, and inch of it, they are making sure it is the real thing. I personally love buying vintage or luxury things um, secondhand or just on a website where it's already been pre-loved and eBay making sure it's the real thing is just the cherry on top. So you make sure that you're not getting something fake. So when you're finally ready to buy that thing you love, you have to make sure you're not going to catch a fake. They're everywhere and it's really tough to tell the difference for yourself. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, it's easy. Again, just look for that blue check mark and you know it's checked by real experts. Whether they're specialized in sneakers, streetwear, watches, jewelry, or handbags, these are real people who really live for this. That way, when it hits your doorstep, not only do you know it's real, but that feeling you get when you put it on is also for real. So ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace, one of our absolute favorite sponsors because we have a lot of personal experience using Squarespace, both Chelsea and I. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. So whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. Squarespace makes things so easy to create a website. They have so many templates that make things look very professional on your website without you having to like know much about coding or any of that stuff. You can kind of just insert photos and um, edit the text to be what you want. And it looks like a really professional, user-friendly website with you not having to do much of the work. Um, so they have a ton of product features. They have an asset library on Squarespace where you can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place. So with the new asset library, you're able to manage all your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform, which is amazing. And you can sell a bunch of different products, whether they're digital or physical on Squarespace. I have sold my presets. I've sold prints and stuff like that on Squarespace. And it's just so easy and user-friendly. Like JC said, if you have, you know, maybe you want to do a blog, you can do it on Squarespace. I've had 
so many different kinds of websites with Squarespace, like for example, a blog where I just write and it's really easy to make that look beautiful or you can sell things. Or if you want to cater maybe um, to more of a community with newsletters or email campaigns, anything like that, Squarespace makes it very, very easy. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash what we said to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash what we said. I will have it linked in the show notes. Go check it out. My Thanksgiving was very chill. It was just Leif, me, and Tyson. Tyson came over. I ordered food from this like it looked so like, good catering place. It was basically they just drop it off to you and you heat it up in the oven, but it's like homemade food. So we had the whole thing: turkey, mashed potatoes, sweet potato thing, stuffing, oh, a salad, I love stuffing. and then Leif got some rolls. And it was so good. Like mm-hmm. the whole meal, genuinely, I was very impressed. My family really does it up for Thanksgiving. And this was like the first year I haven't been with them, actually. So I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to be, you know, just like, oh, this food is not that good. Because my truly, like, yeah. the food at my Thanksgiving is just so good. And it it really was so good. I was like very impressed by everything. It was just like a different Thanksgiving because it was just us. But mm-hmm. I set up the table queue. We're going to Arizona. Well, at this point, we'll already be back. But we're going to Arizona for my mom's 50th birthday, which was soon after Thanksgiving. We really just didn't want to go two times in a row. No. So we chose to go for her birthday instead since that's like a bit of a bigger deal. And also a lot of my family wasn't coming to Thanksgiving this year. So it was a lot smaller. So we're like, yeah, this is a good year to skip. just skip. So yeah, we stayed at home and it was fun to have Tyson. We just ate dinner and then we watched a movie called I think Prisoner or Prisoners. I can't remember. Have you ever a seen film? it? Yeah, it's like, it like a thriller, oh. but it takes place on Thanksgiving. So like I was looking oh. up like, what are the best movies to watch on Thanksgiving? And there were there were like more cute, lighthearted ones. But then this one, really, it just looks so intriguing. It's like about an abduction, but it's like a thriller. But it's, yeah, it's all on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it has Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Like we were like, we, we should watch this. Is it's it a, new? It's No, no, no. It's a little bit oh. older. Like 2000. I can't remember when, mm-hmm. but maybe 10 years old or something. So we watched that and we were truly like on the edge of our seats the entire time. But it was so genuinely dark and like horrifying. We were like, (laughs) wait, this is not the Thanksgiving vibe. But we were so into it. Yeah. And yeah, it was very jarring. Oh my God. But we watched that. It was such a long movie too. It was like two and a half hours. And then by the time it was over, we were like so tired and it was late. So Tyson left. It was, yeah, it was fun. It was chill. We also took Tyson to see our house because he hadn't seen our new house yet. So he gave us some good ideas. He was like, you should do this type of landscaping. And anyway, I I was taking down notes because he's so good with just like design and stuff. Everything. Yeah. With with literally everything in life. Anything that I can see. Yeah. Anything that has to do with aesthetics. So yeah, he was giving us some of his thoughts. And he was like, I think you should do like the backyard. He's like, I think you should do it this way. And I was like, good point. So Yeah, it was super fun to show him everything. And then that was about it for Thanksgiving. It was a chill day. I have proven to myself time and time again, I've been trying to figure out if it's a good thing or a bad thing. And I guess I just don't need to label it that I'm just so not sentimental. Hmm. And I was telling Tyson, like, we're talking about that. And I was just saying, I, I feel like some people be like, oh, I'm sad. Like, 
this is my first holiday, not with whatever. And I was just like, I don't, I care, don't care at all. Like I love my family so much, but, and like, sure, it would have been fun to be with them, but I just, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what it is about me that is like, just not really sentimental or like nostalgic for literally any memories. Like I'm just like, cool, this was a fun Thanksgiving. It's something new. And we were just, we were talking about that concept and I don't know. I feel like they were agreeing with me, but I was like, I don't know if I'm, I'm weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm quirky. No, I just, the point is I don't like, think so. I feel like I, <laughs> when I'm on the podcast talking, I'm like, oh, the normal thing to do would be like, it's sad that I wasn't with my family and like, it wasn't yeah. the same, but I'm just like, oh, it was fun. I feel like it was a different experience and I honestly like to switch things up. I like change. So I thought it was no, great. It's good. I thought it was super fun. And I, I thought that's the f- very helpful. I think that the food was awesome. And I watched a literal horror film <laughs> and it was a vibe. Yeah. Love so, that. It's fun. Different it is fun to switch it up. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. I don't think it's good to be plagued by nostalgia because I feel that sometimes I was actually just thinking about that. Like, I don't think either one is good. Like, I don't think either one's good or bad. I feel like I'm way too literally plagued by nostalgia and the feelings of nostalgia. Really? It feels like a trap sometimes where I'm like, I've got to get out of this like nostalgic feeling. Like I like crave that. Like mm-hmm. it's so comfortable to me. But, and I don't think that's necessarily like good either. But I do think it's fun when you have, you know, when you get older and you have your own traditions to make and you can kind of be the boss too. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to pick what we want for dinner. It's fun to you know, kind of take charge and decorate yourself. It yeah. feels like a different kind of feeling of like satisfaction almost. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I, I'm I an adult this. now. It's this true. Fun. Don't get me wrong. I have sentimental feelings towards certain things or nostalgia. It's not like I'm like devoid of all of those feelings, but I've just always felt like that. Like I almost have to like cosplay being a being sad, being sentimental with yeah. stuff I just don't I was talking about this with a few friends actually when we were at the Friendsgiving they were talking about like nostalgic items and stuff and I was like I can either cosplay <laughs> um, pretend caring, that I care yeah. or I can tell you the truth which is that I have literally no attachment yeah. to like pretty much any item I was saying if that's my, a, I think that's a great thing I was like if my house like what I, I mean I, yes <laughs> I would be sad but it's like if my point was like if something burned down and they're like oh your wedding dress is gone like this is gone I was like really I'm not kidding like I do not think I would care at all you're joking no I I and I'm genuinely being so serious right now wow if you told me that like there's really nothing that I have I'm not kidding what if they said ladies lady got stolen other than like a bean (laughs) I'm just kidding other than a yes have to make sure you're you still have feelings like so what if something happened to me (laughs) No, other than the people. And I'm not saying this to be like a hero. I'm just being genuinely dead serious. Like, because my friends, what we were talking about is like, oh, isn't they were saying, well, when you do like a closet clean out, is it like so hard for you to get rid of Mm -hmm. like certain items where it's like, oh, well, I did this in it. And I was like, no, Mm -hmm. not at all. Like, I don't care what memories I had in in clothes. It's just a piece of clothing. Like, I genuinely couldn't care less. (laughs) And they were like, that is crazy. I was like, really? (laughs) Well, it depends what. Like, I feel like there's, you know, certain things where it's like, oh, if I went on a picnic, I don't effing care. But like, I have my like, bri- like bridal shower dress that I wore to my bridal shower. Oh my gosh. And like, I, I have can't no get idea what I wore to my bridal shower. And I would never. But maybe it's different because I feel like you, you 
you know, care about, I care about clothes. Like I put a lot of thought into the clothes that I wear at certain things. So then, then when I, it's more special to me, maybe you feel that more way about like photos. And I things do. Like that. That's actually, I don't. That's what their point was. They're like, but do you care about your photos? I was like, oh, so much. Like yeah. I care about, I'm a photo hoarder. Like if all of your like, hard drives never delete got my photos. burned and you had no more of no, your. No, that would be, that would be the only thing I would be sad about. Truly. That is how I feel is that I like hoard my photos and videos. I have so many, you guys have seen when I post like my hard drives and stuff. Yeah. I have so many photos those mean the most to me but I think yeah I've kind of always just been like that with like items like I just have no attachment to them and I just don't care like and if things change up a lot like like traditions it's like if it's like oh this year we're gonna do this I feel like a lot of people be like no that's not our tradition I'm like okay like I like to switch up I genuinely don't care but I also maybe my family just doesn't have super hard hard and fast traditions it probably depends on the tradition there's a lot that I could do with that I'm like who cares but then there are like certain ones where I'm like you can't change that. That If you change that, like my entire childhood is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just don't have super intense ones. But I, I just was thinking like if I went to home for Christmas and they were like, oh, we're not going to do pajamas this year or something. I'd be like, okay. Like uh, I yeah. genuinely would just be like, cool. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't think it's good or bad. Yeah. I, I think I don't it either. probably, honestly, now that you're saying that, it's probably whatever speaks to you the most. Because like when I see it, if I get a touch, like a piece of clothing, like I've saved our tour outfits. Oh, uh huh. And I'm like, I'm never going to wear these again. And I was like, maybe I could sell them or something. But I'm like, no, I, I like want to keep these. Like, so I have them. And I'm <gasps> Please, like, I, I, know like <laughs> oh I know in God. like 10 or 15 years, like when I open those, like they're in like a place with like my my bridal shower dress, and like some other piece of clothes. Oh, that that's I have. kind of a good point. Mine are literally, I sold them at the garage sale. <laughs> I, think I, I sold some of I, I sold, sold like a couple things like my, the main pieces like I will keep yeah just because that I know if like it's not that I'm like looking at them every day but it's probably like how you feel about going through the hard drives like when you see that that like speaks to me it like makes me feel so many things that's true like brings me back no and maybe this was like the reason I'm not even sharing this for any specific reason it was just like an observation I've yeah. shared before I don't have much attachment but I think the reason I'm like, oh, is that bad? Is it's like, I do feel like maybe one day in the future, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of sad. Like maybe yeah, one day yeah. I would care when I'm older. I'd be like, wait, I wish I had those outfits. I wish mm-hmm. I had, like I'm even saying with my bre- my wedding dress, I'm like, oh, I have no idea where that is. Yeah. I don't even, I think it's my parents, but like, I don't care, really care much about it. But maybe in 20 years, I'll be like, if I had it's a true. daughter, I'd be like, wait, I'm yeah. sad. I want her to see it or something. So I'm like, maybe I need to care more, try to care more now and preserve things. I think I just am so like, I mean, not that I'm hoarding stuff, but I feel like having a lot of stuff stresses me out. Yeah. So I think that's a huge factor of it is I'm just like, what's the point of keeping this if I'm not obsessed with it or have attachment to it right now? I'd rather my house feel clean. Yeah, I feel the same way though. So I I get that. And then sometimes I do regret it. Like I'll get rid of something. I'm like, who cares? Especially when you're close to it. Like if it just happened, so easy to give it away. Then like in five years, I'm like... I kind of wish I had that. Yeah, especially, yeah, just, I don't know. It feels choogy, like two years after, you're like, get this out of here. True. And, and then, then in 10 years, feels vintage. So like, true. Oh, dang, dude. <gasps> My kids will have like no vintage <laughs> anything from me. Wait, that's so sad. No, I, I think everything in moderation. I don't think mm-hmm. it's good or bad. I think you can get too caught up and have too much. Like, oh, but no, but I... Walk down the street in this outfit. Well, and I, I was going to say, you know what it is, is like my grandma is like, this keeps is the tea. E- everything, keeps everything yeah. to a degree that stresses me out so bad. I feel like you have to be. The I'm opposite. just like, I have to be the opposite. Like I cannot keep 
anything. Mm -hmm. If my grandma saw the things that I get rid of, I'm not kidding. She would fall dead to the floor. She would be shook. Like she keeps everything. Mm -hmm. I'm just the complete opposite. And it probably is because I've seen that. And I'm like, oh, that's so stressful. Like keeping that much stuff. I I can't imagine having that much stuff in my house. I can't do it. It can easily slip to like, it's nice to keep things. I think maybe a good medium is like keep things that you really mean a lot to you. And it's like, okay, yeah, I maybe right now it's annoying, but like, I know in 10 years I'll want that. Yeah. But once it starts slipping, it's like, well, what if I need this in a year? What if I need, that's when it really gets out of hand where it's like, okay, you've got too much. You don't need that. But like, I, I throw away a lot of stuff and my mother-in-law like had this little Ralph Lauren sweater that was Nick's when he was a little baby. And she like sent us, when they moved, she sent us like, does any of you guys want, do any of you guys want these things? And like, and I was like, oh my gosh, I need that Ralph Lauren sweatshirt. It's like a toddler one. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is a good lesson of like, maybe why. Like keep I will throw away a lot of things. Like even baby because I'm like, eh. Yeah. Like I'll keep one or two things. I may or may not. (laughs) I think I already said this. I've kept the clamp of cases and billicals. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's right. You know what, though? I was thinking maybe it is because I don't have kids because maybe I'll feel a lot more nostalgic as they grow up. I'll be like, oh, I want to keep this sweater. Like, yeah, I could picture that. I think when it's just my own stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But that makes more sense to me. Like, yeah, maybe once I had a kid, I don't know. Who knows? I know. Not the umbilical cord. (laughs) I know. That's unreal. I know. Wait, what do you mean the clamp? So after... The umbilical cord gets cut. There's like a clamp, basically like a baby's belly button. You know, have you seen like a three-day-old baby? Like they have like a black belly button. Yeah. And it has like a little clamp on it. it. Yeah. Because that's like, it's, it'll fall off on its own. Mm. Like that's the, where the umbilical cord goes into their belly button. So you have the thing that fell off. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like the little, it looks like a raisin. It's actually disgusting. But I put it in. Like, right when it fell off, I was just like, wait, I'm so, like, I was so, I was keeping all of his, like, birth certificate. I was getting all of uh-huh. this, whatever. And it had just fallen off. And I was like, I'll just keep this in here, like, for a second. <laughs> I found it the other day. For a second. And I was like, Years later. okay, like, I might have to get rid of that. But then I'm like, there is part of me now that understands, like, you know, when people, like, their parents have their teeth and stuff. Like, their Absolutely hair. <laughs> not. You gotta like, that, that might be far, but I'm like, I do get it a little bit. Like, because they're just so like little and cute it's not gross to you but like if it's someone else's thing well, it's I'm, like ew i'm picturing if my mom was like here's your umbilical cord no, here's no, no. your teeth i'd be like no it's not for them cereal. let me tell you delete right now that, delete that please <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> chronically <laughs> online <laughs> delete that i would literally be like mom throw that away no that's what i mean it's not for the kid it's for i'm you. not saving the belly button okay. for case it's for me it's for me and it's like so obviously for me because you, you're like trying to grasp onto something that no longer exists <laughs> them as a little baby it's like any little thing of like proof of like taking a moment of time i'm screaming i'll probably get rid of it i, I really wasn't like something i was like i have to have this it was more like oh that's no, I crazy. get it. It's kind of like moment, his tooth or something. Yeah, yeah. In the moment. To I get me, it. it's not disgusting. It came from my body, but I could, if I saw someone else's, I would be like, that is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that little clamp. It doesn't have like a big old thing on it, like the umbilical cord. It's just little, it mostly is like the little clamp clipper thing. But that is so funny. I know. Someone was asking me, remember my like green pillowcase? Oh, yeah. That I would talk about it was like in the back of all my freaking hospital photos. Uh-huh. So unesthetic, like my purple gown. But someone's like, did you keep that? I'm like, that would have been too far because the liquids that were on that pillow 
I gave birth with that pillow behind my head. Like I brought it to the hospital, that pillowcase. So you should save that pillowcase. I'm like, no, honey, that has gone too far. I sweat on that. Like there was literal poop on it. Like, okay, from that is really intense. <laughs> That's really intense. Like when they put him on me, like his, what's it called? This is so TMI. Like no one needs to know this, but I'm already this far. When, what's it called when they, when they have like, they poop in their sack? It's like not, like you have to get them out after. You told me, but I can't yeah, remember, I can't remember I can't what it's called. Anyways, it's when the little baby like poops in their, in their sack and you know, they haven't been born yet. They need to get it out because it's not good for them to be literally swimming, drinking their poop. Oh. <laughs> and so when they, he had done that, they didn't know and they like broke my water. And so he was like covered in his own whatever when he came out. Like and normally they're not. Sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Normally they're not if they, they normally don't poop in their thing. Cause if you catch it, you kind of have to get them out. Like I know people have been induced because their baby does that. Like they're like, oh, mm-hmm. your baby's pooped. Like we, see, oh, what's it called? It starts with an M. How do they know? Just an ultrasound? I think they, I think they can see an ultrasound. What the? But anyways, so that thing was disgusting. Like absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that's going to be too far to keep. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. Wow. How do we get here? How do we get here? Let me, I just looked up meconium. Oh yeah. Merconium. Oh wait, does that have an R in it? No. Oh, meconium. That's what it looks like. It's just yeah. M-E-C-O, meconium. Yeah. Wow, you learn something new every day. Every day. Well, speaking of dark things, we have to talk about Squid Game really quick. Oh my gosh, I'm shook. Okay, so Squid Game, the challenge, if you haven't seen. By now, there's it's over. So Oh, sorry. is it really? Yeah, I think the next one's come out in like two days from when we're recording this. Okay. Or maybe tomorrow actually comes out tomorrow. Oh, I've only watched the first episode as as it stands right now, just for context. But have you watched a lot of them? Yeah, the first five are out. Okay. And then the next five come out. Yeah, tomorrow. But the concept of that show. So if you watch Squid Games, the TV show a couple of years ago when it came out, so scary, so dark, but such a good show. Genuinely, like I loved that show. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so dark. good. So scary. Yeah. And so dark. Wow. How many times can we say so? But (laughs) very, what's the even word? Just captivating. It's like, you can't look away. Yes. Storyline's so good. So unique. Anyways, they decided to Netflix make a reality show of it. Basically the same exact thing. It's wild. And the thing that is the most crazy to me is the prize money is literally $4.56 million. I have more than ever games, another game show. I was going to say, I've never seen a game show have that much. (laughs) I I was texting JC. I was like, wait, have you seen the new games, the new Squid Games? She was like, no, I was like, the prize money is insane. She's like, how much? I was like, 4.56. She's like, I was not (laughs) expecting you to say that. No, I was expecting a million, 1.5 or something, which is insane, but dangerous. Like (laughs) you put that much money on the line. Have you seen Survivor? That's for 1 million. Like the, I'm scared of what these people will do for this money. This, hold on. Where are they filming this? Because Leif, I think Leif, it's in London. Leif was like, it's, is it literally the set? Like it is so it exact. Be. The set that they're filming at, wherever they're filming is, looks the exact same as the actual I, Squid Game. I bet it is because it's Netflix. Like didn't Netflix produce I think Game, so. the original one? So they must, or maybe not. I don't know, but don't, it is exact. I mean, they recreated it exactly. It's insane. I was like, how do they have this much money? And they're giving away 4.5 million. I was saying the same thing. And also how are they all sleeping in that room? 
Imagine sleeping in that room with 300 people. I saw that. Absolutely not. I saw some of the cast members' TikToks. Like after I watched it, they were popping up on my For You page. They were saying they only had one outfit. I'm sorry. How long were they there? I don't know. More than one night is criminal. I'm not sleeping in the same clothes I would. I just went and played red light, green light in. But they genuinely have one outfit. I guess so, because they didn't like bring anything with them, no. really. She, the, one of them was like, all we really had was like toiletries. Like we, if we needed contacts, but like they gave us brushes and combs and like uh, the things people do for 4.56 million. I guess you have to make it that My much. My gosh. I'm shook. Okay, I need you to get to, we'll talk about it next year, I guess. <laughs> Please. Or actually, I guess we can talk about it after, maybe sooner than that. But there is an episode that, will have you absolutely shook because of like just the like cutthroat just just the way people behave oh no like in these circumstances it's like I was saying isn't it so crazy that the point of squid games the show was like how disgusting it was that people wanted to watch the squid games Uh uh-huh and we loved it so much we wanted to watch the squid games and now we are literally watching it like now we're doing it again we are the people like what were the people called not the capital it's like hunger games but uh-huh those weird people that were like watching yeah yeah and like loved it I'm like that's Ew. us eating it up on the couch right now like, oh my eating gosh this so up. true obviously not dying I'm, yeah but. wow it's so wild already i've only watched the first episode and even the first episode i was like oh my gosh just some so many some people cutthroat moments where it's like whoa yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's you're really gonna like good. It. You're it's, gonna like the next couple episodes. It's really well done. Yes, it's filmed so well. I don't get it. They didn't skimp out on any of the quality. Like it's amazing. Wait, last thing about the Squid Game. Have you seen any TikToks about it? Like from no, I so guess one. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay, but I guess the red light green light scene mm-hmm. game took. I think they said six to eight hours to film. So do you remember the girl who's like squatting? Absolutely. That if not. Yeah, I do remember. And you're like, okay, you're squatting for a minute. Like, why are you crying about that? She's like, what? I, it's can't, like, I can't do, do it anymore. Yeah. It's like for 4.56 million, you can't squat for 10 minutes. Like you got to pull everything out. But yeah. They said that in between, it could take literally an hour before they would like have, like they would have take a break while they were stopped. They could be frozen for up to an hour. Because it was just taking them like so long to film that scene. They were like, the, one of the girls was the cast member. She's like, you didn't see, like they didn't tell you guys. She's like, I wish they would have how actually like physically exhausting it was to play that game. Because oh it was so long and you would be seriously frozen. I mean, you freeze yourself. Yeah. For so long. That's why pe- people, so many people were moving. And that's why people had their hands in their pockets. Mm, so they wouldn't move. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's why people squatting. would like run why and sit. Why did she do that though? You she, know how you would see people run and sit? Yeah. And I'd be like, what the freak are they doing? Just run and stand still. You can stand still for 10 seconds. And she was saying, that's why people were doing that. They'd run and like sit so that they wouldn't have to be standing for an hour. Oh my gosh. That's next level. Next level. That was such a bad idea, regardless if it's 10 seconds, 30 seconds to squat. Yeah. And that what was came a over bad you? idea. I'm sure she just was in the moment like, oh <laughs> yeah. gosh, I can't move now. I get yeah. it. But I'm like, that was. That was a bad move. Oh, I know. That sucks. I felt so bad for the people. The first challenge was the red light, green light, which is basically they run. And then when the doll turns on, they have to stop. And Mm -hmm. if they keep moving, they're out. Like if they, you know, wobble or if they didn't stop fast enough, they're out. And 
I felt so bad for the people who just got out on the very so first, quick. like the doll turned around and they were just moving a little bit. I'm like, that would suck so bad. I know. And hundreds of them got out. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that would be so annoying. You like give up, you you go on this reality show, you're like, you know, trying to win this money and the first task, you're done. Yeah. It's not like a show where it's like, oh, I didn't win $20,000, you know, I didn't win $50,000. Dang that. You just lost out on $4.56 million. That's a ton of money. That's that insane. is a ton of money. Life-changing money. That is really crazy. Sometimes shows will make it seem like they're giving away. So they'll be like, what are you going to do with the $10,000? Yeah, it's like, like, what? Pay my rent this month. And that's <laughs> it. Like after taxes in this <laughs> yeah. economy, nothing. They're acting like they could literally change their entire life. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, keep their business afloat. What do you mean? This is genuinely life-changing, altering money that you could change your life and everyone around you. Yeah, around you and for generations to come. I know. That's like, really you can crazy. really build insane wealth with that. And I feel like this, the reason it's so good, this show, is because it's exactly like what you said. It's so random. Like, it's not just the best person, the most manipulative person, the, like, most athletic person. It's like, you could get out. From anything, like in the drop of a pin and there's no saving you. I know. There's so many reasons You trip, why. you're gone. Yeah. Like an accident. Just yeah. like, oh, shoot, I messed up. It's like, yep, you're done. Yeah. I know. So it's so hard to root for people. Oh, man. Well, I'm staying tuned. I'm excited to keep watching it. It's yeah. really good so far. I've been watching Special Forces. I watched the first season. The second season's over now, too. I haven't watched the I last one. I haven't finished but, it. The second um, season, yeah. Me neither. But the first one... I was just texting Chelsea. I was laughing <laughs> at the last episode of the first season. <laughs> Dwight Howard, like an NBA, you know, all-star, superstar. He's like, it's the last. Oh, wait. I just spoiled a lot nah. for someone. If you haven't, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a long time. Sorry. Okay. Spoiler alert for the first season of Special Forces. But he made it to the very end along with like three or four other people. and. He's like in this ditch and it's the last task. It's it's literally the last thing. And they've had kind of prepped them. They have been through hell. They have been through point. hell and back. Okay. And they've, the the people have prepped them. Like you have this cover story. You're in this ditch. When they ask you this or like whatever, you tell them when you think you're about to die, basically like <laughs> metaphorically, because they're not actually going to kill you. But like when you think you're at the point where whatever tell them I'm with the special forces and that's kind of how you like win the show mm -hmm. basically that's yeah. how it's over Dwight Howard is in this ditch and they come up they're like anything you want to say or like anything you want to tell us or something he's like I'm ready to die <laughs> and he really is and he was dead serious it. he's like I'm ready to die I laughed out loud for 10 minutes I'm like sir all you had to say you've been through hell you've been Nothing through the physical. worst stuff Nothing. You're done. Just say I'm with the special forces and you literally win the whole show. Like, yeah. or not win, but you know, you got to the end. You did you it. You passed. You passed. They're like, all right, you failed. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing out loud. I'm like, this is insane. He got this far and that's how he goes out. I'm like, me though. Like, I would just feel like I'm ready to die by. <laughs> I was, they would fine. let him out regardless. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it was just a matter of what you said. Yeah. And you said the completely wrong thing. Oh, it's so it was funny. so funny. I was like, I was loving that the two girls made it to the end and I they were know. the winners, basically. Because I was like, you know, 
they have mental toughness and it just proves that women are so strong mentally, honestly. Yeah, like they really are. They really are. They could withstand a lot of things that the guys, the the mental stuff, I felt like the girls like took so much better mm-hmm. than most of the guys. And it was interesting to watch that. But oh yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so anyway. funny. I was I just that show. dying. I cannot believe. I was like, that is so funny that he literally got out by just not saying the correct words and being so over it. And he, his eyes are like closed. He's like, I'm ready to die. <laughs> and you're like waiting too. Cause you're like, oh, he's going to say it. And then he says that. I was like, <laughs> so unserious. But also going off that, it's like there were people yelling at them. And when it was the guy yelling at Dwight, he like had no problem. He was like he was, submissive. He was submissive. He was like, yep. Yes, staff, whatever. And then when it was the girl, there was a girl. What are they called? The DS or the the interrogators. When, when it was a woman yelling at him. He was a brat. He was so, I was like, wait, I'm, when he was answering the questions, she's so like, snarky. how tall are you? He's like 5'11". He's literally like 6'8". <laughs> He's just lying, like for fun. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. But he was so respectful towards the guy. But yeah. to the girl, he was not. No, he was so rude. He was so rude. He did not like being yelled at. He didn't by a like, girl. yeah, he didn't like taking anything from a woman. And it was like, literally, you lost the show because of that. Yeah. And he, he was saying, they were like, what made you, like, why weren't you basically following the rules with her? He was like, yeah, she was just annoying me. Like, I was fine with the guy, but I didn't want to talk to, like, the lady. I'm like, so because a girl was the interrogator, you lost the show. And you're yeah. like, I'm ready to die. Like, willing wow. to die. Wow. Yeah. They were saying in a real life situation, what? Yeah, you're really going to do that? It's because it's a to girl? To risk your life? Just just show a little respect, my friend. Did I already talk about this on the podcast? Did you see the TikTok of um, Tristan Thompson airballing? Oh, I think I sent it to you. Yeah, you sent it to me. Airballing the free throw. Yeah. I have to say, I don't like to prey on people's downfall, but like, I was smiling so big watching that video. <laughs> I'm just like, I love to see a little bit of karma, even though mm-hmm. that's nothing compared to, in comparison to what he's done. Like, just... For him to feel a little embarrassed, I'm like, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you deserve a little bit of public embarrassment. Yeah, people make fun of you. For the things you've done. Yeah, he, you deserve that. He was shooting a free throw and completely airballed it. Like so the worst bad. I've ever seen. And I'm like, good. So bad. Yep, you deserve. I think I could have done better. Legitimately. Yeah. I'm better when I'm playing horse. Like yeah. it was horrible. And the announcer's like, oh, he's like, Tristan Thompson's like, he's good at a lot of things. And this is not one of his strengths. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Life good at like, cheating. Yeah. Seriously, he is good at something. Yeah, good at lying and cheating. Them trying to like give him a give redemption him arc, a character arc, is really not working for me anymore. And he needs to go. I don't understand why they're doing it too, because Chloe is like literally been like, I am not attracted to him anymore. Like I could never be with him. So I'm like, I... why are you guys pushing so hard? She doesn't. even It's not even like she's wanting to. You know when Courtney actually ate? Yeah. In that conversation. Yes, she did. And she had a point when when she was talking to him. She was saying, she's like, I just don't understand. But in this family, we prioritize like the men's comfort and like the kid like, oh, well, we want to make sure Tristan comes to Christmas. Like she's like, we prioritize that over. I don't remember what she was saying, but kind of like our own well-being. Like Mm -hmm. she, she was saying in the past, we've prioritized these men who have cheated on us and done things. But oh, oh, they need to be comfortable at Christmas. What about me mm-hmm. feeling comfortable at Christmas? Like, yeah. I don't want your ass here. Sorry. I know. And Courtney knows it the most because of freaking Scott. Yeah. Her family was like begging her to get back together with Scott after years of him not committing, treating her like trash, cheating on her, lying to her, like calling her fat. And they're like, just give him another chance. Keep your family together. She's like, no, I'm over this. Like, bye. 
I it really is becoming more clear to me, I feel like, why she has Courtney has the feelings she just does. the feelings she does about, you know, because I feel like her and Travis are genuinely in love and mm-hmm. so happy together. And she's like, he treats me so well. And I feel like she's still seeing her family go in the same patterns of like, oh, we have to make sure Tristan's there. We have to keep the family together. We have to make sure the men are comfortable mm-hmm. and that they don't get a bad rap. And it's like, why are what? we protecting them? Yeah. They're the ones who did it. They did the bad. They made the bad choices. Yeah. It's they on have to them. Live with that. Sorry, it's not my problem. Like, I get you want your family to have a good Christmas, but it's like, yeah, I don't know at what cost. I know when she, she ate, when she was talking to him, she was killing me. What did she say about like, he's like, well, after the fact, like, I just feel whatever. She's like, well, then why'd you do it again? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, literally. Why did you keep doing it? No, I I don't this. believe you. Like you feel so bad and then you do it again. Yeah. No, you, if you feel bad enough, you learn from your lesson. You learn from that and then you, you know, go forward and correct your behavior. When I cheat is crazy. <laughs> is crazy. Not when I have cheated in the past. <laughs> when I cheat, I feel bad. Yeah. Oh, so you do it. You're probably still doing it. Like, An active thing as if like he's a runner. Like yes. when I run, just something he does all the time. That was crazy. No, to say that the, he's the ick personified. He is. He's he's really. I see what Chloe sees. She's like, I like, I know he's an attractive man, but I'm not attracted. I don't want to kiss him. I don't want to hug him. Like, how could no? How could she? How could you? After all, nothing gives you the ick more than a man making a fool out of himself. And like, honestly, making a fool out of you when when a man cheats or when a man like makes you breaks your heart. Initially, you're like, oh my gosh, I would do anything to get you back. But after you're out of that phase you are the most unattractive person to that girl in your life. If you hurt a girl, she will lose so much respect for you. And all feelings of attraction. So true. Out the window. It's just, it's not giving man. You know what I mean? It's just like, you've ruined it. No. Like, I don't think of you as... Also, like, he's changed. I'm like, his mother had to die, quite literally die, in order for him to have, like, a change of heart and realize what he did was bad. Like, cheat on the mother of his children twice get another girl pregnant while she's pregnant way more than twice like while she's literally nine months effing pregnant in the first time and then while you're having what do you mean like no that is not two things can be true at the same time we can feel bad for you that your mom passed away that's really hard thing to go through it doesn't excuse all your behavior and now you don't get to act like nothing happened and also the things he's done have been truly deplorable where it's like you have done things like you have gone out of your way, gotten a girl pregnant and then tried to silence it and like mm-hmm. pay her off. That's that's way different than yes. like, oh, I messed up one night. It's like you were actively lying, lying, cheating and having a second life, a second life and also tricking Chloe and having her have a surrogate. Yeah. At the same time as you knew this was going on. That's really intense. No, that's not something sure. that's just like, oh, we forgive him. He made it. Oops, he messed up. Yeah. And it's like, I get the same thing happened to like Jax on Vanderpump Rules. They have this like, when something like that in their life, like Jax's dad died, it's like, they have this, I do believe that does change you 100%. I'm sure he For does sure. feel even worse now that his mom like has passed and he's like, you know, having a slap in the face. But that does not mean that you have no consequences now for what you've done. And that, oh, now, well, yeah, this had to happen. Okay, now he understands. So now we can get back together. It's like, sorry, some things can't be undone. No, and I feel like- I, I appreciate that you've changed, but- change far far away from me and some people don't it's kind of like the tom sandoval thing where i'm like you're not really doing yourself any favors even on the show on special forces it's like 
I didn't like you any more than I did before. You just- I like you, you less. Yeah, I like you less. I kind of feel that way with Tristan where it's like when he's talking to the girls, to the sisters and having conversations, I'm like, you're really not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Like just your apology even is like, it's not good. No. Even he's like, yeah, well, I'll tell Jordan I'm sorry. It's like, what? Like, why don't you, you go tell, tell her? Jordan you're sorry. Go tell her. It's just, it's like- I still feel like he doesn't understand no. his actions. It's just, yeah, it's very... It's like, congratulations, you're feeling empathy for the first time in your yeah. life. Yeah, you feel bad about something horrible. It doesn't you did. mean Good. that you now get everything back to how you wanted it. It's like, no. No. Nope. It's, it's too that far gone. That ship has sailed. Mm-hmm. Move on. You're done. So we'll see what ends up happening with him, I guess. I mean, I feel like it would be insane for... I don't feel like she'd go back to no, him, No, right? I don't think she will. I don't think she will. She deserves better. Anywho, well, this was a long Friday episode. Yeah, we thought it was going to be short. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you're having a good December so far. Our winter merch did come out last week. I don't know if we've talked about it much, but they're really cute sleep tees. We have a hoodie, a mug. So if you're wanting to get your bestie something for Christmas as a gift, or you want to, you know, send a link to your boyfriend, your husband and say, I might want this for Christmas. Go ahead and do that so you get it in time. It'll be linked in the show notes if you're looking for a link. And if you're feeling extra nice, you can go leave us a rating and review on the podcast app on Apple or on Spotify. It helps us out a ton and we really, really appreciate it. We love you guys so, so much. And that's that's what we said. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.